what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. We're into a November episode once again, and um, yeah, this is this is just a fantastic one. Mosh pits, metal, and good ass music. I mean, what more can you ask from an episode on the Chord Progression Podcast? This one is a fun one. Before we get started, though, I want to thank our sponsor of the podcast. Man! Manscaped. Yep, we're still sponsored by Manscaped. Our code still works. So, Manscaped, the best care for your boys down there. Yeah, we're approaching, you know, the Christmas time. You know, it's the holiday season. Yeah, why am I still doing this stuff? But, you know, maybe you've got someone in your life that really needs the gift of good care down there. I'm something that a lot of people could use, honestly. And why not help them out with that by getting them a lawnmower 4.0 for Manscaped. That is right. If they get that lawnmower 4.0 for them, that's going to make sure that they're looking good for Christmas down there and they're not looking like they're mad scientists that are like, Great Scott, I'm just going to it's alive. It's alive. Now, you don't want to have to deal with anything like that. I mean, basically, would you rather have your stuff down there looking like... Um, trying to think, like Gary Busey after he went on a ma- massive rant and hairs everywhere, or do you want to look like Bill Burr? Okay, maybe I could use a different one than Bill Burr. I don't know what I'm thinking about Bill Burr right now. Bill Burr's just funny as hell, but get someone in your life, a lawnmower 4.0 for the holiday season as good care for their boys down there. It has ultra skin safe technology to make sure that, you know, you don't get those Nick cuts down there because nothing's worse than Nick and your stuff down there going, uh, uh, I still like saying that. It also is waterproof and has a 4K LED lamp there, so you can see what you're doing when you're mowing down there. Trust me, definitely go pick yourself up one. Or pick someone up. Pick it up for someone in your life that you want to give them for the holiday season for Christmas. Yeah, so go to manscaped.com. Use code CPP at checkout. You get 20% off and free shipping. Go to that right now. Link strips to the podcast. Now it's time for feature presentation. I said mosh pits, metal, and good music. That's what happens when Andy from the band Melted Bodies comes to the podcast at you right now. Their brand new album called The Inevitable Fork is going to be a three-sliced EP. So you're going to get one EP, two EP, three EP. The first one comes out on November 25th. So... Right after Thanksgiving, go Black Friday shopping, listen to Melted Bodies. But before you do that, enjoy one hell of a podcast with Andy from Melted Bodies right now. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. Do you like metal? I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you like metal. So we got one hell of a band for you to check out today. This band is releasing their brand new album, The Inevitable Fork, in three-part EPs. So if you were following of Mice and Men in 2021, very similar style like that, where it's an EP with a couple songs, EP a couple songs, EP a couple songs, boom, comprised of a whole album. And the first EP comes out on November 25th. It's got four songs on it, and well, I'll say this, I'm not necessarily sure I've ever heard anything like this before. This kind of blew my mind a little bit. So please, please welcome Andy from the band Melted Bodies to the podcast. So Andy, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on, man. How is everything going in your world today as we gear up, you know, for the first EP to be released at the end of November, right around that Thanksgiving time? So everyone's going to be like on Black Friday. Oh, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? Yep, you're getting a brand new EP. So how are things been on your end? Everything's good, man. Uh, 
I'm cracked out from a long day of work. Happy to be talking about this and music because I love it so much. Uh, yeah, and just like anything, you know, we we've had these songs for a while, you know, or it feels like a long time. So I'm just happy to be getting them, you know, slowly out into the world. Uh, so really excited, yeah. And it's an exciting time to get stuff out in the world too, especially with, you know, it's 2022, even though we're coming to the end of it, but that pandemic time where, you know, live music was not a thing for a while, like that is thankfully a distant memory now. So when it comes to getting these songs, not only in the hands of people, but for people to listen and then start going like, you know what? I really want to see Melted Bodies live. Can we make that happen? Because for myself... I mean, I, I love jumping into mosh pits. When I heard this, I'm like, yeah, this is something I need to jump into something with that for and just go, whoa, let's <laughs> yes, go. Yes, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Yeah, we we want to get out there. Like we haven't, we just did like our first dates as a band on the East Coast just a couple of weeks ago. But other than that, we've only really done LA shows. So I think touring and getting out there, especially because we've had that first album, you know, that first album came out in the heat of the pandemic. So touring and you know even show local shows were off the table uh and we got like an amazing amount of feedback as being a, you know pretty much an independent band uh releasing an album with no touring behind it so we're excited not only to be playing all this new stuff but then for most people playing songs you know from a record from what a year and a half ago that most people haven't even heard live as well you know outside of LA so everything I th if you see us, if and when you see us live, everything's going to be new, <laughs> which, which is cool. So you just keep making me more and more excited for this because literally the day before we recorded this, I went to go see uh, the Trivium tour that was going on in the fall. Yeah. And like they were basically, you know, touring off of two albums because they did the one in 2020 that they didn't get to tour off of. Then all of a sudden touring comes back, they released in the Court of the Dragon. So it was just a whole hodgepodge. Like I get to hear two albums, like brand new stuff for the first time live. So now I'm thinking, you know, what's that going to be like when you guys go out and tour? It's going to be absolutely ridiculous and epic given the fact that the, how people really took to that first record, Enjoy Yourself. I mean, didn't Metal Sucks like rank it super duper high in their end of the year rankings for just album of the year, basically? Yeah, I think it was them. Yeah, we got... Yeah, we got like really good response on that one critically, you know, and which was a, you know, as you hear us, like it's a roll of the dice, especially in this genre. Uh, so we were, we were really happy with that, you know, like I said, especially not getting out there and, you know, as you said, metal and dancing and going in the mosh pit and like is, you know, as I'm sure for both of us, like, you know, growing up and being a little kid and like going to your first concerts and then you're like, if you like it, you're hooked. You know, because that's such a part of the genre is, you know, feeling that genre, you know, that energy live and jumping in and being like, no way I can do a mosh. But like, I remember so my first my first metal concert was Cannibal Corpse. And I was so young. I don't know why my parents let me go, but it was me and my two of my buddies. And it was on I didn't get to see Chris Barnes because I wasn't young enough. So it was on Vile. I don't know if you're a Cannibal Corpse fan. It was a, it was the first album when they replaced like their sort of the singer that they came up with. Uh, but yeah, I remember like seeing the mosh pit, you know, in person and being like, no way, no way. Luckily, my friend Nick, who was like half my size, you know, and I'm I've always been a skinny guy, and he was way smaller than me. Was like, dude, we're fucking going. Like, <laughs> we're doing this, and like yanked me in, and I had the time of my life. Like, I was hooked, you know. Like, I was able to like get on stage and like 
jump off the stage and crowd surf and do all, you know, because I was probably like a buck ten. I don't even know how much I weighed at that point, but it was so much fun, man. We get to meet the band afterwards and shit, like because our parents got were late picking us up, so we like sat outside the venue on the street. We're like, I think our parents forgot us, and then like the band came out after the show, you know, like smoking cigarettes or something. I don't remember. We're like, oh my god, these guys are like murderers. Like, you know, we were like afraid and they're like, hey, what's up, guys? Like nicest dudes in the world. So I feel like that was, uh, you know, that I was like, OK, like this is this is my uh, my genre as far as like something that got in, installed in me in the core, if that makes sense. Oh, that makes total sense, because I went through something similar where I was starting to go to shows and just kind of loving it and loving the music. But then it wasn't until like 2017 when I was like 22 years old. All of a sudden I see a mosh, but not doing so well in life. I thought, you know what? If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it now. My favorite band's on stage, or about to play my favorite song. It's the last song of the night. Let's just give it a shot and see what happens. And after that moment, I'm like, I don't know exactly what I wanna do in life, but something in music is now gonna be it because it's so infectious when you feel that feeling, when everything just seems right with the world in that chaos. You're just having a blast. The amount of energy that just radiates from you from that moment is just, <gasps> This yeah, and it's so like, cool. I, you know, the mosh pit or whatever you want to call it, you know, and, and I know that it depends on the show, it depends on the band, it depends on whatever genre you want to call it. But for me, I don't think I've ever forced anybody into a mosh pit and they've come out saying, like, I hated it. I think it's it's just so funny to me that it's still been around for so long now and people are still so intimidated by it unless you're really into aggressive music but you know it's like i'm thinking of like ex-girlfriends or friends that like you know are like oh i only go to hip-hop shows and i'm like dude this is gonna be like way more fun and less aggressive than some of those hip-hop shows you go to it just from the outside it looks so aggressive but i'm like when you get into a mosh pit you have more room to move to breathe to have fun and to let go than you do when you're in the fucking crowd, especially at festivals, you know, where it's like you're smushed up, you know, and I don't know. It's just like, uh, I love, I always wanted to do an art piece on mosh pits, you know, like I wanted to like, I just, I think it's such a beautiful thing, you know, of the way people dance. And I think it's truly a, this, you know, beautiful, you know, melting of, you know, aggression and fun and natural movement, you know, nothing's really choreographed. It's, you know, none of us, you know, most people who listen to this music aren't dancers per se. And it's just literally like, I had a fucking shit day or I've had a shit life or I've had a great life, but I'm stressed or I'm in a great mood and I just want to fucking let it out. And it's just, is just one of the most, you know, natural ways that you can let, let loose. And it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful movement of bodies. And for the most part, everybody's really, really fucking cool. Like, you know, everybody's there to help each other. And, you know, if you're into the chaos, but yeah, I always wanted to do like some kind of slow-mo movie or, or short documentary, you know, if that hasn't been done, I'd be blown away if it hasn't, but I don't know. Are you, are you a, a, a mosh pit fan? And, and I guess what, what's your genre? Like, did you grow up as like a more, more hardcore classic, you know, stomping kid, or were you like a circle pit guy or? 
Ooh, so ba so I mean, when I was growing up, I was more into like just the hard rock stuff, so I really didn't get into it. Okay. But what really started me actually noticing Mosfets and wanting to jump into them was I'd go and see Rise Against a good amount of times because Rise oh, Against is my favorite okay. band. Yeah. So seeing yeah. that, seeing what they were doing, and then after jumping into their pit, I'm just like, okay, like the lights open up, like it, this is this is life now. This is this is it. But it wasn't until 2019 when things really picked up for me because that's when I started getting into more metal and metalcore. Metalcore specifically, that's right. when it took off because I'm thinking this is too cool. Go and see Motionless and White and Atreyu play live. Just see how the massive chaos that it was and seeing some of these absolutely <laughs> big giant jack dudes just throwing people around and me jump in there. I'm getting bounced around. I'm not falling. I'm having a great time. I'm thinking... I don't know what I don't know why I love this so much, but there's just this control chaos, letting go of this anger, and such this community-driven thing where someone falls down, ten people are rushing over to pick them right back up. All some someone someone you know gets hurt, people are throwing up the X on like in the crowd, like, hey, some, can you please stop showing someone actually needs help over here that we can't just like take care of right now? There's such a community around it and behind it to the point where I go to shows now and it's weird if I don't see 10 or 12 people that I've already moshed with, whether I'm in my hometown of Milwaukee, whether I go to Madison, Wisconsin, go up to Green Bay, or like go down to Chicago. I see people, that, I go to festivals and I see people that I see maybe once or twice a year. And it's just like, I recognize your face. I don't know your name, but this is so cool. It's like, I get to see my family again. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I love it. And if, if you do, honestly, because I'm thinking about, you know, what you said about an art piece, like a short documentary, I'm pretty sure that's been done, but the thing is, I've actually never seen one. So I'm pretty sure it's been done, but maybe it hasn't been done to a scale that's really hit with a good number of audiences that really gets people to know exactly why we love this stuff so much. Yeah, I need to look it up now on YouTube. I'm like, there has to be plenty of them, but we need like a we need like a Spike Jones or somebody to do it, you know? So it's just like hooks, hooks the masses. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can talk about like the hardcore pits and the punk rock pits from like the seventies, get to the more metal ones with the eighties, nineties. Once uh kind of just new metal comes in, seeing some more of the punk rock cell and kind of bring it into today where you're seeing a lot more of that. Again, you're still seeing stuff happen with more the, like the new metal bands, like Slipknot, Corn. They still are going to produce a lot of great mosh pits. All the things are going with the metalcore bands. Some of the hardcore bands are out there right now with, of course, you know, elbows flying, karate kicking. But when those hardcore bands come out and those pits form, the people that go in there, they want to go and do it stuff. All of us that just love mosh and just pushing and like shoving and throwing shoulders at people. It's like, already we know what's going on in this situation. We know what's going on with this music. You guys do you. We're not going to create any problems. You're not creating problems. We're good. Yeah, that's a, you know, and it's, I guess it depends. Yeah. Like you said, on the style and, you know, I think we've probably all been to shows where, you know, the, the energy is off or maybe there's, you know, people that you could tell don't go to shows a lot. And you know, so they're like, I could just punch or, or I can just, you know, kick in or I can just, you know, so it's, but I would say for the most part, especially bigger, you know, bigger shows or really small shows. I think it's that like, it's the middle ground or the super huge bands, you know, that, that you sort of get that that mixed crowd sometimes but for the most part everybody's you, you know once you establish the rules and you give in it's it's always fun it's always fun it is even like when i go to festivals now and i see people going in a circle my thought process is always now everyone's going counterclockwise in the circle you want to know what'd be fun 
Let's go clockwise against everybody. <laughs> like, I need to hit somebody. Like, let's just not keep running a circle. Let's actually get some, like, actually get some sort of chaos going in here. And then things start breaking apart. People start just going crazy, having fun with each other. Sometimes, you know, people go one-on-one in the pit and just, you know, go shoulder to shoulder. Yep. And I've seen, like, people get absolutely messed up in those. Like, you know, some guys just overpowering another guy. And, of course, right at the end of it, whoever's on the ground, other person picks them right back up. People are high-fiving, hugging each other, and it's – it looks chaotic, but it's such a controlled and understood chaos in the pit where you come out of that show, the people in the pit typically are like the happiest people coming out of there because we just went through something together. 100%. Well, it gets your adrenaline going and it, and it, yeah, it just gets, it gets you going versus like standing there and then you're like, should I have another beer? I don't know, you know. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this because you said your first pit ever was Cannibal Corpse. It just blows my mind. What in your mind is the best mosh pit you have ever been in? Well, that that one is obviously up there because of what I talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like sort of everything at once, where I was like stage diving, crowd surfing, moshing all in one concert, and I was a little kid. But I think I really loved uh, Pantera mosh pits when I was a kid. I was lucky to see them you know, before everything. And I saw them a few times because I like, really latched onto them when I was younger and they were super aggressive. I mean, I think that they, they're probably still the most aggressive mosh pits that I've ever been in. But I think I was just so into that music at that time that I just truly, you know, like what we were saying, I just like, I knew every word and every beat and just gave in so i just i have really fond memories of those of those mosh pits and you know it it was a lot of you know like sort of aggro you know aggro dudes and it was in colorado i saw them i saw them a few places but i had a lot of fun at red rocks i don't know if you've ever been to red rocks unfortunately i have not like a a, a world famous venue that's like out you know in the Mm -hmm. side of a mountain in these red rocks it's beautiful but they don't have a flat area for a pit. It's all these giant stairs. So I don't know how, like looking back at that, I'm like, how did we all do that? And yet we just, you know, it was enough bodies where you balance it. So I feel like that those that's the first thing that came to mind when, when you asked. That's, that's, per- that's honestly interesting just because it's not the band, it's the location and how it was done. This is the thing that just blows my mind, but it makes so much sense where something that unique just stands out to you. Cause I mean, even myself, I've been in plenty of mosh pits, but the ones that always like stand out, it's like there's always something that just happened around them, something that unique that happened around that just made them so much better and so much more memorable. And those are the ones that just stick out. Like those are the best ones I think I've ever been in. I've been in violent ones. I've been in like ones that just the energy is high, energy is rough, people, bodies are flying, but there's some that just when there's something special that's added in there, whether it's a special venue, whether it's outdoors and it starts raining outside. Now everyone's getting sloshy in the pit and everyone's just having a blast. Stuff oh. like that just, it sticks with you. And it, every time you think about it, you just get, have to smile because you remember the meaning. You remember what it meant to you. You remember how you felt during that moment. And Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> yeah it's and the, the, you know, I think it's the energy. And like you said, the characters, you know, like the characters and the sweat. And there's always... There's just always those people, you know, there's always the guy in the middle and there's always the the wacko who like 
is going the whole time, even on slow parts, you know, and it's like, if it's a good balance, it just ends up. <laughs> I'm that wacko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that I'm that wacko and every single show I go to I always wear the same Milwaukee Brewers hat and it's just that's how people know exactly where I'm at where the pit's gonna be because like if if I see that hat I know where that pit's gonna be so by the beginning of the set I need to be by that guy <laughs> oh that's funny and all of a sudden you know the slow parts coming it's like okay you know maybe I gotta slow it down a little bit not give as hard a hits but I know when those thongs are just, or those songs are just gonna pop right back up and that's when you got to lower the shoulder, lay it into somebody and have some fun, then potentially get flung the other way, especially if uh, one of the big dudes comes in there and just throws you out. I want to shout out my buddy Nate on that one because <laughs> he's flung me a couple of times and yeah. I go flying. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't wait to go out there because I'll be looking. I'll be looking for the for your uh, – wait, you said it's a hat or a shirt? It's a Milwaukee Brewers hat. Okay, hat. I'll look for the Brewers hat. Oh, oh, you, oh, you'll look in the pit. It's like, okay, where's the Brewers? Yep, there it is. There's the dude that's just in the middle going nuts, not <laughs> relenting anything. Yep, found him. We're good. <laughs> but, I mean, because you just said, you know, you got done with a little, like, East Coast run for the first time, and then you had your LA, your LA dates. You got to come to the Midwest, man. You got to see, like, the stuff that happens over here just because I've been to shows all over the place here in the Midwest, and... <laughs> We like to get rough. I would love to. I would I would absolutely love to. I think it's you know, like we with what we're doing musically, which in my mind is not that I've been I like feel like I'm getting a chip on my shoulder from it. It's like not that out there to me, but you know, it's it's our music. So I think that's I think that we, you know, it's our greatest strength and then it's confusing for booking ages because they're like well, do we put you with like a hardcore band? Do we put you with a punk band? Do we put you with a metal band? And then I'm like, just put us with whoever, you know, would want to bring us out or, you know, or we can put together something. So we'll get out there. Uh, I hope it's with a crazy, you know, either that we're doing support, you know, for somebody or we put together, you know, like a one of three type of thing. But I would love, love to get out there and, and do, do some shows, you know, because I, I grew up in Colorado and, uh yeah it's a different vibe you know the la scene is great and there's a lot of, of amazing shit happening but i also know just from you know you and other friends you know that like it's a it's a rowdy scene outside you know we're spoiled in la there's so many things to do and and you know so many so it doesn't have that feeling of like everybody's there because they know that this is something you know that you can't do every you know weekend type of thing whereas in la there's so many shows that's going on like every single night in every genre yeah and especially thinking about with the midwest once it gets cold outside once it gets to the winter well, i mean we're stuck inside the whole entire time and when bands come through in the winter which i mean not a lot of them come through in the winter as much as they do especially in you know the spring or in the fall but when they do, we pack those places in because we actually get a chance to, you know, go out. We get to see these bands once again. We get to see our family once again that we haven't seen in a while. And just that energy comes out in intense measures and uh, people just go nuts. And it's just, oh, it, there's something about it where when we get to in the colder months, there's some connection between cold and winter and metal just kind of bringing some of that aggression forward that just we latch onto, especially in the Midwest. And that's not knocking any other scene out there. Cause I know up in the Northeast, like they've got stuff going on over there. I've seen what's gone on in the Southeast as well with like Florida. I've seen what's going on in North Carolina. 
some of those guys go absolutely nuts. Texas is its own thing. I always say Texas is its own thing. <laughs> then you've got, you know, you got LA, you've got Colorado, you've got more on the West Coast as well. Like everybody does things a little bit differently based off of culture, based off of just the area that you're around. But it's always cool to see how different places react to different music and how different places kind of how they mosh, how they how they interact with what the energy is like. It's always different, but you can always with your kind of music, especially if you're listening to the inevitable fourth part one. I'm pretty sure you guys could play pretty much with literally any genre you wanted to, whether you want to, you want to get, you guys want to go on the punk band, like anti-flag boom, make it happen. It makes sense. You guys want to go on, let's say with, uh, with like knock loose or Kubla Khan. Yeah, I could definitely see it. I've, you guys want to go on trying to think of some other bands I can throw out there. You guys want to go out with trivium. Yep. It fits. Yeah, I, I hope so. I, that would be, I mean, get us out there, man. Put in the good word. Who, who do you know? <laughs> we need the promoters. Like, we need a promoter and a good booking agent at this point. Um, I might be able to try and figure out some people, because I know some people that have done this. On like, uh, that I've seen some tours that have come through where it's just, how do these packages go together? And then I go see the show. I'm like, yep, that package went together pretty damn well. So might have to send well, out a couple of feelers. About, like, because I think about that kind of stuff a lot because of, of what we do. And I don't know, man. I love I always loved shows where it was like, you know, you know, where it would be like, you know, Primus into a heavy metal band, you know, where it was like, I I like when there's stark differences, you know, and it, it's it just makes everything feel sort of fresh and it gives each band their own room to do what they do so well at. But it just doesn't happen as much. And I feel like that there is a little bit more of a shift more recently. I think it, it, you know, for the last few years up until maybe the last couple, it was, you know, much more straight, you know, or it was like, you know, nails and knocked loose, you know, uh, you know, we're on, on all the bills together and with Power Trip, which I know are all different, but there's still, you know, like, especially especially in sort of the, the nails world that that was, you know, you know, you sort of knew what you were getting, but I like I like bills that are more where it's like one leans a little more punk, one more leans a little more rock, and then one leans a little more metal because I just think the the I don't know the whole I'm still blown away from doing melted bodies with how much feedback I'm I'm really so surprised that in metal people still concentrate so much on well what genre are you and then I'm like does anybody fucking care anymore. Like, does anybody care? Like, do you like it when you listen to it? How does it make you feel? You know, like what you were saying, where it's like, dude, you can play with Knocked Loose, you can play with Trivium. Like, just come come bring your shit. And if people are into it, you know, they're into it. And I feel like at shows, that's what matters. I, I never go to shows and I'm like, I like it, but I don't know if they're true metal. Or I like it, but I don't know if this is true punk rock. I'm just like, oh, this is this makes me feel good i like it i like the energy i like the singer i like this so yeah i i think we just need to you know we've slowly been getting uh you know a team around us and meeting other bands and you know finding that that niche of people that get it you know and and just like you said yourself there it sounds like you do where you're like oh you can play with anybody that's sort of the point you know and and I think we need to get there, but we've all along since we've been a band, we've run into that where people are like, well, I like it. 
but I don't know if it's like just heavy metal. And then I'm like, well, who fucking cares? Think about how many bands we listen to that are your favorite bands that you were like, dude, I don't know what, you know, like, I don't know what this is, or it's not true this, this, and I just like it, you know? So we'll see, we'll see with time, you know, especially as we roll out this new music, uh, which I think is, is, you know, we'll, I'm hoping, you know, it hones in more on on what Melted Bodies is. It's obviously a progression and, and you know, just like with any band, it's evolving. So I, I think as these EPs roll out and into the full length, it's gonna give a a, a much more succinct picture of, of you know, who we are as a band and, and get us out there, you know, with the right people. I think it will as well. And even taking a look at how m- different tours have happened, especially in 2022, we're starting to see a shift to some more of those packages where they're not straight on a specific genre. Like you're seeing some of these different things happen there in, I think it was in March and April, you had Kubla Khan and knock loose on the same bill. Okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. But in between there, cause knock loose was the headliner. In between Knuckles and Kubla Khan was the pop punk band movements, which on paper, you look at it, it's like, this doesn't make a lick of sense. But going to the show, Kubla Khan, we were going nuts. Okay, now here comes movements. Everyone was just vibing, having a good time because the energy was still there. And we were all still amped up for Knock Loose. But all of a sudden, we're like, okay, you know, we're still feeling that energy. We're still in the vibe. We're just in more of a happier kind of mood. Take a look at what's going out the Bring Me the Horizon tour. They're going out. It's Bring Me the Horizon and Knock and Knock Loose is supporting them and Grandson. It's like this is yeah. kind of all over the place, but it does work. And then I think one of the biggest things that's going to end up helping that out is the Bad Omens tour that's happening at the end of 2022 because you have Bad Omens, Day Seeker, and Make Them Suffer and, and Thousand Below. But it's you have Make Them Suffer. I mean Australian Melkor, heavy hard. You got Bad Omens that have gone heavy that have their own thing with Death the Peace of Mind. Then you have Dayseeker in between those two. And Dayseeker's just great music, but the vibe is definitely going to take a little bit of like a more of a sad dip in a way just because of the style. <laughs> however, however, at the time I'm, we're recording this, that whole tour, there are only two shows right now on the whole tour that have not sold out yet. Only two. And the reason those two haven't sold out was because one of them is the one in Milwaukee. It's because, oh, we were going to put you in this in this part of the venue. Wait, you sold all those tickets. You sold uh, out there, and okay. people want to still go. Let's move you to a different. Let's move you they up to a bigger venue. Well. Like that's the reason why they haven't sold. They added dates and they've sold out that. So I'm not sure if that could also just speak to bad owns, but it could also speak to the fact that we can put together some of these interesting tour packages where the vibes are going to be a little bit different from certain bands, but it's still all going to work because people want to go out and see this. People want to go out and feel it. As long as the the feeling of the show really flows together with all those different bands. It can absolutely work. Hear what you guys did on the inevitable fork part one. I mean, just the different styles you guys are able to work with with your music. That's what I'm saying. You can work with so many different things. You can work with heavier bands. You can work with bands that go on such a much faster pace. You can be that energetic piece for a ba- for a tour package before it kind of like, okay, we're gonna take a little bit of a dip before we go right back up. Like there's so many places you guys can be put on some of these tour packages. It's all gonna be about just from the intangible, just get a good booking agent, good promoter. And honestly, just people will be like, we got to take a chance on something. Just take a chance on something. You see what happens with some of these tour packages where people are just going and putting all these random things together and they're absolutely working as long as they the vibe still flows and everything. You guys can fit with so many different bands. Put them together. Let's, let's see someone put you guys on a package and just watch everyone go nuts. Yeah, just let us, you know, it's like... Uh... 
you know, I like the idea of like, and let us prove ourselves, you know, like that's what any band does when you go out, especially when it's a, a you know, eclectic package, you know, it's like everybody's, everybody's there to do their own thing and to do it as the best they can. And, you know, like I love, I love our live shows and, you know, super high energy and, you know, we're all over the place and, you know, I, I think people latch onto that. And because we're all, you know, we listen to so much different music, but at, you know, the core of it is, you know, we all grew up on, on very aggressive music, that it really comes off, you know, especially live. So yeah, I was like, what was the one when you were talking that I saw the other day? Oh, it's turnstile, turnstile, JPEG mafia and snail mail is the lineup, which is just, you know, like, and JPEG mafia shows are, are crazy, you know, and, and turnstile is pretty crazy. Now they obviously like blew up. So it's a, a pretty different crowd now, but yeah, like, I like to what exactly what you're saying, where it's, you know, I think people just aren't, especially with streaming and, you know, with how much great music is out there and with how much genre blending there is outside of, you know, just metal and other genres happening that it just, you know, I, I get, I feel like that, I don't know, there's that, that old school way of, of, you know, booking an old school way of, you know, what fits with what is, is quickly dying, which excites me, you know, cause you know, fans, fans want to be challenged at the end of the day. Fans want to hear different stuff. We like, we all like different kinds of music. There's just so much good stuff out there and we have so much access to it now that, you know, it, it makes sense, uh, with, within reason. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it, it, it's, you know, we're counting on that, obviously, with the style of music that we do. We're counting on that because that's just how we are as musicians. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be in us no matter what. Yeah. And within reason, too, because looking at the streaming as well, there's so much music out there. So many people are doing so many creative things. But when you take a look at the bands that are especially the most popular ones right now that are really blowing up in rock and metal, they're the ones that are trying out these different things that when you ask okay, what genre do they fit in? It's really hard just not to say, it's, it's hard to just say, not to say a genre. It's really not hard to say what, ba- like what genre is bring me the horizon. Fuck. I don't know. It's bring me the horizon. They, I've, you, they could go super duper heavy death like they did in their first album, or they could go, they did on ammo and just anywhere in between there. Just, they do what they want to do. Bad omens. Now what genre is bad omens? Hell if I know what genre is falling in reverse. Hell if I know but seeing how big some of these bands are getting off of stuff, just being as creative as possible, trying so many new things and absolutely hitting on them. These tour packs where you have to be so rigid with so many different things, it's just not going to really work anymore because so many people are going to be accustomed to so many different things, so many different instances. It's You're going to have to build tour packages, not off of what band fits with what stylistically, but what band fits with what artist or what other band on an energy level? Because yeah. you're going to want to create the best live show possible, which now I'm thinking for you guys, I'm thinking, why can't we get you on a tour package with the guys in Avoid and Silent Planet? Because yeah. your energy plus their energy, oh dear God. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's like the, that's like mainlining Red Bull. <laughs> yes. And the... And the you know, uh, metal, I've talked about this a lot, I think with like the band and stuff, but it's just so funny that metal in certain regards is like such a conservative genre. 
in so many people's minds when the genre was built off of pushing things to be as uncomfortable and, you know, to be as, you know, uh, against what was going on. And then it's like, still we run into, you know, people that are either work in the industry or fans, you know, that I'm like, I want to be, I want to grab them and be like, dude, do you listen? Are you hearing yourself? Like, what? Like, who fucking cares if you can't categorize it or this? Like, it makes you feel uncomfortable or it makes you feel happy or if it makes you feel aggressive, then we're doing our job, you know? Like, and just like what you said, like, you know, bring me the horizon. Like, I remember as, you know, like hardcore heavy. And then I remember hearing a song, I never really kept up with them and then being like, what's this? And then bring me the horizon. I'm like, oh, this is like a pop, a pop radio song. And they're like, yeah, but they evolved and respect to them because you know it's like oh wait we can actually like do more classic songwriting and bring in melodies and you know build out our fan base and do it the way that we want and we're gonna we're gonna alienate those people that are like dude you can't you can't do pop choruses like this when you used to play this you know and then it's like well then you're not the listener that we really sought for you know like you gotta you got to mature and you got to evolve and you got to try new stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's such a conservative, boring genre at times, you know, and I just can't, I just can't do it. I love, you know, I love nineties death metal, as I said, you know, cannibal corpse. And I'll listen to that, you know, for hours on end, but it gets to a point where I'm like, dude, I can't, there's so many bands that are doing this to a T, which I love. But then after a while, I'm just, fuck, I just want one of them to just, jump into something else just just give me something like you know like jump into some something unexpected yeah and for myself once i got in the metal car i was thinking look you know i gotta jump in and all of a sudden seeing all these different bands doing some of these different things i never thought was possible like first i'm actually seeing a picture of motionless and white i thought is this like some like weird marilyn manson type thing then i listened to eternally yours and i was just like this might be one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Just trying new yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly yeah, like, yeah. And the, I went bring, to let's bring in electronics. Let's yeah. bring in a house beat. Let's you know then let's bring in let, a jazz let, thing. Let, let's 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 make let's make all our songs based off of horror movies. Boom! Ice Nine Kills blows up off of that. It's just <laughs> how, like that's fucking unique as shit. Bring me the horizon. Yeah, you listen to an album. It's just this is completely different than anything else I've heard from you guys. And there's some stuff from Bring the Horizon I don't like. I was I didn't care for Amo. Also, they released post-human survival horror and they tie a lot of that stuff all together with everything. And I just thought sat there and thought this might be one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my entire life. It's just bands evolve. Bands are gonna try new things. And if we try and constrict the genres down to something where it's all right, we have to categorize everything in this little box because it's simple. It's easy if we're able to do that. If, if we do that, we're limiting the potential for rock and metal. And that's why, you know, take a look at back at, you know, the year 2000, rock and metal were still pretty tippy top in terms of the popularity style and the pine pop culture. But in the past, you know, 22 years, you take a look at that, all of a sudden that's gone down and hit, like pop music is always looking to be there. But yeah. then hip hop and rap really rose up in pop culture. Pop country really rose up there. And it seems like in, in the pop culture sense, we're kind of falling behind there. And I think it's just because there's, again, like you said, conservative. We're trying to keep everything in these little boxes so that it's easy to categorize them. And if we don't fit in there, oh, you don't fit in there? Grr, I don't like it. Ugh. No, don't, don't, don't fucking do that. If you like it, you like it. If yeah. you don't, you can always go to the band's other stuff that you like. Or why not venture out and find something you do like? 
or yeah, or just have an opinion. I don't care if you, you know, I've always said that, like, if, you know, have an opinion, you can, you can hate it. You can not like it, but just to say like, I don't know how I feel. I'm like, uh, like, come on, man, make up your mind. It, it doesn't have to be something you can digest immediately within a song. You know, that's, that's a problem. You're like, Oh, I want to be able to know what they sound like in one song. I'm just like, yeah, well, that's you're You're not listening to music though. No, because even if when I was listening to your guys' stuff, when I was listening to Inevitable, Inevitable Fork Part 1, I was just listening to the, you know, the titular song going through, and I'm just at first trying to figure out, get a handle on what you guys are as a band. And after that one, of course, got to go to the next one, see what happens, go to Think Safe. I'm thinking, um, this is a little different. <laughs> once, I, once I started listening to Liars, though, that's when I sat on the fact, I'm like, okay, Melted Bodies, I can say they're metal, but when someone says, what else are they? I can just say anything you want. There is so much going on here. <laughs> I don't know what to say outside of just listen to it and enjoy the energy. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, uh, yeah, it's those four. And we, we already released Therapy, the last one on there, probably because that's the closest... Therapy is the oldest song. It's it's probably the closest to what we were doing on Enjoy Yourself. Uh, super energetic, but, but has that sort of, you know, satirical edge to it, that like sort of funness. And then, you know, in my years, you know, the inevitable fork, the song, that that opening song is is just an angry song. I mean, that lyrically and, you know, it's it's everything about that song is is very is it's just an angry song and then you know think safe is is more fun but it's you know again less satirical and liars is i think the way we mixed it because that song in my mind is a metal song but the way we mixed it and then i wanted to do a drum and bass rhythm underneath it without just doing like oh here's a jungle sample or something you know so it that's what gives it that dance and i think you know having the guitars at the same level as the synths you know doing that triplet line i went back and forth on that a lot where i was like oh should we put the guitars more dominant because you know that line if you have that line you know quadrupled with heavy distorted guitars and no synths it's a very straightforward sort of new metal line but if you put those synths equal with it and then you take that kick and you take it, you know, off from just being on the one three and, and you, you know, and you give it that drum and bass rhythm, that's where it takes it to where you're like, oh, I don't, okay, I don't know anymore. Like it's sort of, it's sort of dancing now and like the synths, I don't know, but that's sort of what we do though, you know? So I was like, okay, that's, we're going to go with that, you know, we're going to go with that in it and but then I think live too, you know, you get more of the mix I'm talking about and that's, that's its own energy, you know? So I think it's cool, but yeah, thanks for listening through them, man. Like I, I put so much work into these songs, you know? So it's, it's just, I really appreciate when people take time because it is a lot of stuff going on. And if you're not in the right mood, it's a lot to digest. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for myself, because when I was going through this, I'm not gonna lie, I was not in the best mood, just, you know, Listen to this stuff, trying to go through my full-time job, hoping that this stuff is going to bring in my energy. Liars, that was the one right from the get-go, just how you match those synths and those guitars, keeping them, like, not having one be more down than the other, keeping them pretty well evenly matched. The pace they were going off of, and just the way that synth sounded, I'm thinking, 
Are we going with some like futuristic, like J-pop inspired synth on here? But when I listened to it, when I heard it, my first thought was, this is giving me a lot of that energy, a lot of that same feel that a intro like King Slayer by Bring Me the Horizon or a song like Beautiful by Wind Waker had done using a similar kind of style synth. But no one really tries to do that. Those are the only two bands I've ever heard really try to do something like that in more of that metal sense. But but the way it was done, it's just right from the get-go, I just want to move. I just want to throw something around. I, I want to throw something. I want to throw a shoulder or something. I'm just so hyped up and energetic at that point. I'm so ready for this whole entire song. And then as it just keeps going on, I mean, that energy just really doesn't waver. It just keeps going. It's just so much fun to listen to, but it goes also heavy at the exact same point where I'm like, I'm having fun. Ah, ah, this is awesome. Ah. <laughs> oh, that makes me happy to hear, man. And and wait, wait did you say J-pop or K-pop? J-pop. So... Not too far off, like I was watching uh, Dino Dino Dorohi Doro, the anime. No, I don't. There's an anime on Netflix, which is amazing, uh, called Dorohi Doro. And even if you're not into that world, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, but there's, I was watching a lot of that at the time. And I just was like, oh, a lot of these like intro songs and, you know, you know, where it's like the, the really sort of, uh, you know, trick triggered drums, you know, super, you know, there's not a lot of warmth to anything, you know, synths, sometimes the guitars, I'm like, oh, that's not even a real guitar, you know, uh, but there's a, there's an energy to it. And so, especially for the, for the intro of Liars, the synth tone is that's what I used inspiration from is that I was like, oh, there's like these anime intros and, you know, this sort of style that's, you know, those synths by themselves are pretty, pretty cheeky. But like you said, I was like, yeah, but I want to, I want to use it. That's sort of the point. I want it to be stabby. You know, I, I don't want to have a lot of warmth on it. We can have the drums, you know, sort of fill in that and give it that energy of what you said. You know, I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's few bands that sort of take things that extreme and it works. And I feel like, the first band that just came to my mind is Death Grips because I remember hearing them, you know, for the first time years ago. And they just, I was like, dude, I just love how they're using some of these tones that you would never associate with aggressive music. And there's an energy to it, you know, and, and you either love it or hate it. I know that that, I know that that song and, and there's the parts that, you know, it sounds like you latched onto that a lot of people are going to be like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't fucking get it. Or I just want the guitars really high or, those synths are cheesy or there's going to be people that like yourself are like, dude, the energy's there. I like that they went for it and fuck. Yeah. Somebody that's doing this where it isn't, you know, purely, you know, four full stack guitars that are stacked on top of each other, you know, and, you know, trying to be as heavy as you can. Cause I, I don't know. I think the, I love heavy music. I love real heavy stuff, but you know, that I don't think that that's going to be our strength you know, in the long, like I can write the heaviest stuff, but there's just so many bands that are doing, you know, the tones and everything and, and the breakdowns and the distortions. It's just like, you know, how insanely compressed and you know, layered can we get? How many guitars can we put on top of each other? And so I think with that song, especially we started to do, you know, a fourth and fifth tracking of guitars and then, 
we decided not to because I was like, oh, let's just let it let's let's leave some room so you know there's still some of that that punk energy i know it's not a punk song but you know still some of that punk energy where like the triplets are a little loose at parts you know uh they're not the tone isn't super chuggy uh so yeah i hope i i think about that song a lot and and that one's the that one's going to be the next single so we'll see we'll see I mean, I hope people really take to it just based on the fact that it's so energetic. It's it's catchy in a way, too, just to bring you right into it. But it's how that synth really works with that drum because using that anime kind of style and you hear those different synths and hear that different energy that's coming from those intros. Because I don't really watch anime, but I've seen some of those, I've heard some of those songs. It's There's a lot of energy behind them, but it's always kind of, if it's just that synth isolated, it's going in a certain direction and it feels like it's going in a certain direction with the energy that really isn't fully as conducive to like a more rock and metal kind of style. However, by putting that dr- the drums behind it, it kind of, the drums are kind of like the guiding force to that, that sound, to that energy, to put it more towards that rock and metal style. But when we feel it and all of a sudden you get the guitars in there as well, just to kind of, you know, work and level out with it. You can't help but just not want to move to this thing and go nuts. And of course, there are going to be people that are like, oh, you should have just played guitar. No back, no backing tracks like that. Grr. <laughs> it, no, seriously, like this is such a cool song to listen to. <laughs> just throw down to have so much fun. And man, I just keep, I, I can't help just like smile when I'm thinking about the song because I keep thinking about the intro. Hell, even before we jumped on the call, that was what I was listening to for probably like the last 15 minutes was just listening to Liars over and over again because I couldn't get enough of it. I, Need a little bit of energy coming into this podcast? Boom. Listen to Liars. All of a sudden, you jump on the call. Now I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like that song. And I'm glad you said catchy because I was – I I love I love when it's something gets stuck in your head. I, I try – that is something that I work on when writing the songs is, you know, like I I also write a lot of stuff outside of this, you know, that's more singer-songwriter and, and I like – I don't know. Like, I feel like those are the songs that stick with you, you know, especially if we're trying a bunch of different kinds of stuff and, you know, melding these different genres and unexpected stuff. I think you you have to have stuff that, you know, tomorrow that you're like, oh, like, you know, to sing along with the verse or, you know, that's a lie. And, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I think that'll, that'll, that'll be a good one for us. I hope so. Like, this is going to be the song that, I mean, I'll be driving in my car and, Driving down I-94, going towards Chicago, getting ready to see Bring Me the Horizon. I'll be at, it'll be after work. I'll just be like, I need some energy. Already, let's open up my phone. Let's go to that stream of liars and just <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that and that song is is, a, is simple as far as subject matter, but also, you know, uh very dark of you know, it is about how most of us, I don't want to generalize, but I know for myself and and I think a lot of us, especially now, you know, with the state of the planet and COVID and the world and, you know, how fucking expensive everything is. And, you know, it's like every day there's new horrible news coming out, you know, and, and you know, we, we still have to keep pushing forward. And how many times are you having a shit day and somebody's like, how are you, man? And then you're like, I'm, I'm okay, I'm good. And in your mind, you're like, that was a total fucking lie. You know, because I I know they're probably having a hard day and I don't want to open up and bring them down or I don't I don't want to talk about it. But then we all 
you know, we wait in line. I think that's the line from the song, you know, is, is, you know, we wait, we instead wait in line to self implode, you know, and I've learned that the hard way where it's like you, you tell everybody that you're okay for so long and you just keep pushing it down and pushing it down. And it's like, I imagine this line that just goes on forever of all of us that just sort of stand in line to wait and self implode, you know, cause it's like, we, we, lie about it so much and it just gets to a point where we we let it out and whether that's you know when you get in a fight or whether that's you know when you end up punching the wall or whether that's just when you end up drinking too much or you know getting doing drugs or you know something worse instead of just being able i wish that we could just fucking be honest with each other but you know it's like i wish i could come into work and somebody's like how are you man and i'm like i to be honest i just feel like shit i'm just I'm feeling down today, but it's still at that point, especially in America where, you know, like, oh, it'll be okay, man. Just like stay positive and keep your head up. And I was like, dude, that's just not reality. Like we, we feel down sometimes, you know? And so, yeah, that's liars where it's sort of that, you know, uh, existential crisis or internal battle that we all have that isn't, you know, it's not something where it's nothing special, you know, it's, you know, we all work really hard or we have families or we're going through something tough, you know, with our partner, or maybe you just have a roommate that's being a dick. But, you know, I, I wish that we could just all be more open about it instead of so afraid of confrontation or, or, you know, so afraid of, of bringing people down if you're at a party, you know, and people are like, Oh, how are you? You know? And you're like, dude, I'm just, you know, I think, I think people are becoming more and more open about that. A lot of my stuff is about that. You know, therapy is obviously about therapy, but I'm just so sick of fucking lying all the time when you're feeling, feeling off or feeling angry. So sorry, I went on a rant there, but it's, it's obviously something that, that I think about a lot and put a lot of <laughs> passion into. So did you have like a secret camera watching me when you wrote that song? Cause you're literally starting to talk. Like it's like, you're watching my life basically. <laughs> Cause I can the <laughs> same exact thing. I'll say, Hey, how you doing? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. And it's no, I'm really overwhelmed with certain things right now. I'm struggling with certain things. How you doing? Oh, you know, just live in the dream at times. It's just, no, I have to be, I'm, I'm stuck in, I'm stuck in a certain spot. I want, I don't really want to be, but all of a sudden I like do one of these podcasts and all of a sudden, okay, how you feeling? Right now, I feel fucking fantastic. You feel fantastic. Absolutely. I do just because like the energy is just so much driven off from here. I absolutely love it. But I, I do understand what you're saying. It's such a weird thing when you're have not doing very well. And all of a sudden you, if you bring up like, you know, man, I'm just not doing very well. I'm having a shit day. And just, Oh, you know, it'll be okay. Just keep your chin up. And then they, people just leave. Yeah. It's like, well, they don't want to talk about it. Cause they don't, they don't want to admit most of the time, most of the time, that's not every time, but most of the time I feel like when people walk away, it's because deep down there having struggles with something and they don't want to confront it. And you being open about your struggles makes them real. You know, it's like the, this is turning into a therapy session, but you know what I mean? Like, but it sucks, you know? And then, but then you have the, you meet those friends or you run into people that are like, oh man, tell me about it, you know? And then they're like, dude, I, I had that like a week ago. And the next thing you know, you're like, wow, man, I feel so much fucking better even after that five minutes, you know? But most of the time, yeah, you, you know, you wait in line. You just, you say you're okay and that's a lie and you wait in line to self-implode. So, yeah. Yeah. Or if you're me and you don't, and you're trying to find a way not to self-implode, 
perfect place to go to kind of get some of that frustration out in the most fun way possible. If you know what you're doing, mosh pit. Yes, I was going to say full circle, man. Full circle to what we were talking about. 100%. Full circle all the way back around to the beginning. <laughs> so that's perfect. That's nice. That's nice. Perfect way to close out. So, Andy, as we bring this podcast conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give you a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, my friend, the floor is yours. Well, let's see. As we talked about, we have the the EP coming out in November, uh, a new single coming out, what, in the next couple of weeks, uh, and then more, more music coming up uh, early next year. Uh, and what else can I plug, man? Hopefully we're going to be getting on tour soon. You know, like it's, it's nothing written in stone yet, but man, I'd love to get out there and, and see that Brewer's hat going, going counterclockwise. So. Oh, for you guys, you're definitely going to see that Brewer's hat in the pit and you're going to see it going counterclockwise <laughs> or if it's, or if LFA, the pit's going counterclockwise, I'm going clockwise. If the pit's going okay, clockwise, okay. I'm going counterclockwise. I'm having a freaking blast doing it every step of the way. Just make sure you play liars, though, so I can just lose lose my mind that over the craziness good. and the energy. <laughs> Perfect. So now it's time for me to close this podcast with three very specific things. First things first. Yes, Inable Fork Part 1 is coming out in late November. I believe it's on the 25th. So best way to make sure you find out about it and keep in touch with it along with Anything else that happens with the band, whether it's shows, more new music, or just some good old-fashioned content, best way to do it is to go to the script for the podcast. It's going to say, find Melted Bodies online. There'll be links and labels for everything in terms of where to connect with them on social media, where to stream their music, where to support them, where to get some merch from Melted Bodies, because why wouldn't you want to help support these guys, get some merch so they can go out on tour and you can see them perform live. And then when they perform live, where you can find them. So... Go shoot for the podcast. All the labels will be there. All the links will be there. I'm doing all the heavy lifting. All you gotta do is click, like, click, share, click, subscribe, click, stream, all that stuff. I'm doing all the work. You gotta do two clicks. That's it. Now it's time for number two. So, Andy, whenever I bring guests in the podcast, I tend to do a certain promise at the end of this as a way to say both thank you for taking your time for being on the podcast, along with I would like to continue to support the band any way I can. And this promise has been hit pretty much every single time that I have been on a podcast. And you, sir, have not broken that streak. So my promise starts with when. I say when because I don't like to say if. If implies possibly not happening. When implies it's going to happen, but date and time to be determined. When I get to see you guys perform live for the first time, Melted Bodies, my promise to you is this, sir. First round's on me. Yes. Done. 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 Sign it, seal it, deliver it. It's set and ready to go. And as we bring this podcast conclusion, Andy, I can't say goodbye because I made you a promise. I want to see you perform live. I want to have you see that Brewers hat go against the current of the pit, just going nuts to some of your songs. On top of that, dude, I know you got more new music coming out. Why don't we do this again? I would absolutely love to. And, and thank you for thank you for paying attention. I, I, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for making great music. I really appreciate it. <laughs> that's a better way that's, that's why i gotta end it. it's like i, I gotta want to say you're welcome i gotta say thank you because this was a lot of fun to listen to so can we say goodbye no we can't i'm gonna end it by saying this i'll see you later i'll see you well, well folks that's my interview with andy from the band melted bodies once again the first ep of the three that'll make up the inevitable fork comes out november 25th it is your per- first Christmas gift, everybody. 
that Black Friday Christmas gift. Oh yeah, it's metal with melted bodies. So go make sure you pre-save that bad boy. Go make sure you follow along with the band all their socials so you know when the next batch of new songs come out on the next EP. When they're going to be touring and when you can go see them live because if you're going to be in the Midwest, if you're going to be around the Milwaukee area, come and see them with me. Let's march. Let's have a great time. So go script to the podcast under Find Melted Bodies Online. All their links will be down there with labels as well. So you can click, follow, click, subscribe, click, share, click, stream, click all that stuff right there. Also the same for the Core Progression Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. You can also watch the podcast, so please subscribe to us on YouTube. You can subscribe to the podcast, 5 Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and many other places as well. Thanks to Britain Media for making sure that the audio stream side of things for 2022 went way up in terms of overall streams. Hell yeah! So if you're not subscribed to the podcast, can you please do that? If you're like, yeah, sure. Thank you. If you're like, nah, I don't want to. Please reconsider. Please. For me. But if not, I totally understand that you're stopping by anyway. If you are still out of the podcast, I want to give you a huge thank you because this is, this is, this thing gives me energy, man. I love it. Also want to thank Manscaped. Once again, 20% off and free shipping code CPP at checkoutmanscaped.com. Thank you, Andy. Man, I want to have you back in the podcast, man. Let's do this once again. I mean, never a fork. This is part one. What happens if part two comes out? Should we do it again? What about part three? Oh, why am I shaking my head like that? We got to go up and down like, oh, yeah, we're doing that. I hope so. Or we're going to make it happen. Should we? Oh, yeah. So on that note, that's going to be it for me, guys. Thank you for listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah.